afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session and a look at how the week unfolded. Ed, what are we going to be focused on today? I want to take a look at a few stocks, uh, Salesforce, Temper Sealy, and SLB. Okay, we will get to those three stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes today. The NASDAQ down one-tenth of a percent by sessions close. We had the Dow down almost six-tenths of a percent today. The S&P 500 down two-tenths of a percent. Small caps, a bit of a bright spot today, though. The Russell 2000 managing a gain of 1.3% today. So we'll be taking a look at that, too. So it looks like we're seeing a continuation of this small pause in the market rally. Yeah, and that's probably not the worst thing. We showed the market rally showed some resilience because, like, like the Nasdaq and S and P, I believe, held their ten day lines, uh, but falling back modestly. It's all within this recent range. Well, certainly the Nasdaq, uh, so that's looking looking healthy. So there's there's some positives about that because the Nasdaq, you know, it feels like a lot of stocks want to run, but every time they they start running, that they, they feel like whoa, they get pulled back. But I think it showed some resilience given how Treasury yields rose quite a bit this week. Uh, that can be a negative for the market. So it's just something I think that there are buying opportunities, but I think that people should be careful because a lot of those buying opportunities, they'll step out and then they'll step back. We were talking about uh, another stock that, that was looking really strong this morning and, and ended up slightly lowered by the close. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, but taking a step back to the weekly chart, uh, whether it's on the index level or for individual stocks, also can be very helpful to give us some added perspective there. You know, that's just a modest move within this little range. I, you know, Charles Harris was on IBD Live and he was talking about how he's a lot of reasons to be bullish. And there are. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be super bullish right at this moment in terms of adding exposure. But I think, you know, he was saying, look, it's a textbook market action so far. And uh, I think just investors should be really looking for the opportunities, uh, especially as the market moves out again. Right. And if we continue to move sideways for another week or two, that could help that 10 week moving average catch up. And if you look at past bull markets, seeing support around the 50 day or the 10 week is typical. And that could be a fairly low risk way to be adding exposure to this market. But we'll have to see what we get. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500, similar looking weekly chart here at, and here's a drill down to the daily. Yeah, so coming down to the 10 day line, but it looks looks very normal, uh, you know, pretty constructive action in the past few weeks, I think. And taking a look at the Dow, which is zero DJIA and Market Smith, not looking as great back below the 21 day line, still holding the 50 day. If we get a move below the 50 day for the Dow, Ed, would that be concerning to you? I mean, it'd be something I'd be paying attention to, uh, probably less than some other things because the because the NASDAQ and S&P are looking stronger. I, mm -hmm. I probably care more about the Russell 2000 because that's gives you sort of a measure of breadth. And that had a nice bounce today. That one was looking a little weaker. If like if that had come through, say the 200-day line and, and that, and then the 50-day right. line, that would have been. And there's a whole lot of trading that was around that area, so that would have been, I think, more concerning. But nice bounce back today. I think financials did well. Energy stocks we know did well. Uh, so that was a positive there. Mm -hmm. And now let's take a look at market breadth. Spy once again uh, down. 
less than three tenths of a percent today. What about RSP up almost three tenths of a percent today, Ed? Yeah. So, I mean, there was some, you know, underlying there was more breadth, more strength than maybe the indexes would suggest. So I think that's great. And let's do a QQQ comparison. Here's the NASDAQ 100 down a little over three tenths of a percent today. And QQEW, its equal weighted counterpart, essentially flat on the day. So that's actually pretty impressive because I know that there were some of the big caps like, okay, NVIDIA came off highs, but it was still up 1%. You know, and some of the other names, you know, some of the giants were doing pretty well. So the fact that the equal weight, did better is uh, is good to see. It is. Let's also take a look at the 10-year treasury yield. A pretty big development in this chart this week, wouldn't you say, Ed? Up 6% breaking out of a sideways range from the prior five or six or so weeks. Yeah, this was a big deal. Uh, it's a lot of strong economic data. Uh, broke above that area, came right up to the 2023 high today of 4.09. It backed off a little bit, but it came right up there. Uh, I'll note that that uh, the two-year yield, which is more closely tied to the Fed, that shot up to a 16-year high on Thursday, a 5.12, but it actually fell, came off of that and fell today. Uh, I think it came around around 4.95 or somewhere in there, but so that was a little less worrisome. So that was, so this is somewhat more of a stronger economic data rather than really a lot of fears of the Fed. The Fed odds have come up a little bit, but this is somewhat of a positive in the sense that there's more signs that. We're not going to go into recession and, and all that. So, yeah, you don't want the yields going up, but it reflects things that are positive for the market. Let's now take a look at the dollar and its move off of recent levels today, down about eight tenths of a percent for the week, down about a half a percent, continuing to see some resistance at the 200 day. Yeah, it was sort of interesting. Uh, I, I, it was surprising because uh, surprisingly it was coming down given the you know the yields were holding up. Uh, this was one reason I think the stocks were rallying intraday because this was really coming off. But it didn't bounce back up, but stocks still faded. Uh, so this is uh, you know it, that cannot break above that. It's it's really interesting given all the the dynamics that would seem to suggest the dollar should go higher. And now I'm just going to quickly breeze through some various sector and uh, thematic ETFs. So starting with IGV, this tracks the software sector down two tenths of a percent on Friday for the week, down about 1.8 percent SMH, which tracks the chips down 2.1 percent this week, but still holding in a sideways pattern like the broad market. XHB Home Builders took a little bit of a, a tumble intro week and didn't finish on uh, that great of a note. It tried to bounce on Friday, but that wasn't enough uh, to really repair the losses throughout the week down some 2.9% to break a five-week winning streak. So still holding up nicely just down on the week. XLI, the industrial sector, one non-tech, another non-tech area rather that we've been focused on down 1% this week after a nice game last week. Jets tracking the airlines was up again this week, had a strong week last week, posted a gain of about 6% and added another 1.2% this week. XME, the metals and mining ETF, down about a half a percent on the week, coming right up to that 200-day line, just can't quite clear resistance there just yet. 
And then XLE, the energy sector, up nicely on the day for Friday, a gain of about 2.2% for the week, down fractionally, some four tenths of a percent, still uh, at the bottom of its trading range as of late and yet to clear a downtrend and its moving averages. So that's an update on this week's sector action, Ed. Let's now go to CRN. This is Salesforce, one of the big dogs in the enterprise software group. Yeah, it really made a nice move earlier this year and, and trended higher for a while. And even when it's consolidated, it's consolidated the 21-day line. So the 21-day line has basically kept this going for the most part since, uh, since, since early March when it really took off, uh, trading really tightly on a weekly chart. You know, it's got the 21-day line bounce, but it's also got the 10-week support. It has a slew of tight weeks. There's a little break in that tight week, so it's not one long tight pattern, but it feels like it. Uh, but that trend line, you know, on a daily or a weekly is where you could probably buy it. You could probably use Wednesday's high as a specific trigger if you're just looking for a you know, place to get in there. Uh, you know, it's a place where you can start a position. Uh, again, we've had a lot of these places. You can see that some of these bumps out in this trend line, well, those were areas where you might have thought, hey, I could enter this stock. And a lot of stocks were like that this week, including today. So you could always start a position, then add to it, or just be really ready to, to back off. Uh, because if as long as we're sort of range bound with the market, it's hard for stocks to really get a lot of momentum. It is. So if it clears a trend line, gets above Wednesday's high, bounces off of the 10-week, clears those moving averages and all of this uh, tight area and does it in some nice volume, that does seem like it would be an ideal opportunity to try on a position, though of course it's never a guarantee, but just a, a lot of things that we like to see that uh, potentially improve the odds of success with a trade and at least give you a clear line in the sand to back out with that 10 week line. Yeah, and I just want to mention that Allison Gatlin wrote our, this was our stock of the day and she wrote that up. So you can check that out and learn a little bit more about it. Yes. Check it out, homepage of investors.com. Let's go to TPX. This is Temper Sealy. This is not a chip stock. This is not a software stock. Uh, it gained 3% on Friday, Ed. And this 40 level that it got above seems like a pretty relevant area of interest. Yeah, and volume picked up at the end of the day. It wasn't running higher for most of the session. So that was nice to see. Uh, yeah, 40. And you can say right around the 40 level, it's the highest close in a while. There's right at the 40, 50, 40, 60 area. There's, you know, short terms are getting above that. You know, it's almost like a handle. It was just a little too short to be a handle there. Uh, you know, it consolidated for five months. So the relative strength line hasn't been great, but that's after doubling from last June to early February. And look, if how if home sales are picking up and new home sales, you got to put some beds in there and some mattresses. Uh, you know, uh, my son just moved out. We're not buying him a Temper Sealy, but uh, he's going to need a mattress. Uh, so I, you know, I think that there's, you know, that some of the arguments for housing that that that's going to turn around. You can look at these fundamentals. Uh, they've been pretty lousy. It's supposed to start turning around, not you know, so start turning around. So, uh, you know, it's uh, just just another way to play housing. Mm -hmm. Good points there, Ed. Now let's take a look at SLB, formerly known as Schlumberger, had a, had a great week this week, Ed, up 8.6%. Doesn't look like it quite had strong volume behind the move, but potentially actionable as it gets above the 
40 week line clears a declining tops trend line from a base here. So what happened that I thought oil and gas stocks uh, were no longer important, no longer worth paying attention to. And it seems like a couple of them are starting to pop back up on our radar. Yeah, and you can see the volume was tremendous on a daily chart. It came on the weekly volume. This was basically Quality. a three and a half yeah. half day week. So, <laughs> uh, um, so this was really impressive volume. It looks like the highest volume. Uh, wow, in in almost a year, it looks like. Um, so we have seen good some counter, other... good counter to the <laughs> uh, that uh, weekly volume analysis. Uh, you know, it's uh, we've seen a few other uh, oil field services names of drillers like TDW, Tidewater has already moved out. So this is the giant in the group. So uh, we are seeing oil prices uh, move higher. This, you know, like it was a pretty strong week. Um, and so, you know, there does seem to be some signs that maybe they need to, to drill more. A lot of those that they're finally going to have to start drilling more and get those services. This is a strong move. The only thing is maybe is that it's getting, it's a little bit, it's pretty far up there from the 200-day line. That would be the only issue there. It's sort of in between now, this early entry and the official buy point. So you could you could buy it here, or you could see if it pulled back a little bit, or if you could see if it could form move up a little bit more and then form a handle. Uh, but yeah, all of a sudden, there are certain now areas that are, are coming to focus. And one positive, if the NASDAQ pulls back or something, you know, oil can sometimes be counter-cyclical. And, not, and uh, so it could be that, that these could move even if uh, some other names are a struggle. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to see if it's sector rotation or <laughs> sector participation improving. Well, we'll have to see how that turns out. Well, thank you so much, Ed. And thanks everyone for tuning in. So as we look to next week, Ed, what do we need to be aware of? What should traders be doing over the weekend to get prepped? Well, you definitely get your watch list ready. A lot of things. I mean, we looked at those sectors in part because a lot of sectors are holding up or, or seem to be setting up into position. Uh, you know, new consolidations. A lot of stocks are, are, there weren't a lot of stocks that really moved out and made powerful moves. Schlumberger, SLB made a nice move today, but but a lot of them are right around buy points. So get those watch lists ready. Uh, if things move, you can add exposure. We're definitely in a, in a confirmed market rally. Just just be careful. The, this is not. This has been a market where there's been a lot of, you know, st two steps forward and then one and a half steps back, or sometimes two steps forward, three steps back, and then two steps forward. So it, it can be a little tricky. So do it delicately and be ready to cut some losses. But it's definitely a time to be paying attention. You know, a lot of potential leaders might be setting up for new runs. You know, during this period. Thanks for that guidance, Ed, and thanks everyone for watching. We hope you have a great weekend and we will see you on Monday, ibdliveinvestors.com slash ibdlive for all those details. We will see you then and we will see you after the close on Monday as well. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.